This is the Emergency Medical Minute, sponsored by Mile High Ambulance. The Emergency Medical Minute is excited to announce that we are now offering AMA, PRA, Category 1 credits. This is accessible through our online course modules that can be accessed at www.emergencymedicalminute.org backslash CME-courses, or simply by clicking on the link in our show notes and creating an account. So this is a case of a patient that came in via EMS with palpitations. The presenting EKG is here. Uh, As you can see, what it represents is a wide complex tachycardia. So a tachycardia generally is a heart rate greater than 100. Wide complex is defined as greater than 120 milliseconds, which is three boxes on a standard EKG. So as far as sort of this case, Before we talk about the differential diagnosis, what components of the history would you want to know in terms of helping you differentiate the severity uh, as well as the cause of this wide complex tachycardia? And then I'll answer those and then we'll move forward. So history of coronary artery disease, knew that uh, remotely he had uh, PCI and some stents. Um, No known congestive heart failure, not on CHF meds does not have a PACER or an AICD. And that's a really relevant question because when we talk about the differential, you know, the main differential is VTAC versus SVT with aberrancy, right? So uh, VTAC uh, would be much more common in patients who are elderly or have cardiac comorbidities, which are either ischemic or structural heart disease. So that, that's really the main relevant one uh, in terms you know, of uh, cardiac history, ischemic or structural heart disease, and age. As far as uh, defining or helping distinguish, furthermore, SVT with aberrancy, when you think about SVT, what are some of the tachycardias that you think of? So those are typically narrow complex tachycardias, but which, which ones are SVTs? So you can use heart rate to help distinguish it. You know, in general, VTAC is going to be faster uh, than SVT with aberrancy, but you can have slow VTAC at a heart rate of 120. Um, So it's not as useful in terms of distinguishing. Uh, What I'm sort of getting at is SVTs are things like a flutter, and then PSVT. Uh, You can get AV reentrant tachycardias with things like Wolf-Parkinson-White. Um, so those are typically narrow complex tachycardias, but when the rate gets high, sometimes you get quote unquote aberrancy, which is you get a bundle branch block pattern, typically in a left bundle or a right bundle branch block pattern, because uh, the conduction system is, you know, the, the rate is too high uh, that uh, the conduction system can't handle that, okay? Um, so it ends up that there's a really good but somewhat elaborate algorithm that's classically used, which is called the Brugada criteria, uh, to help distinguish with a high degree of sensitivity and specificity. In general, this is only applicable for stable patients. Any unstable patient, whether it's SVT with aberrancy or gets cardioverted, if it ends up that you know you're cardioverting someone that's relatively stable that's generally you know relatively safe as well Um, so this is sort of an academic exercise but relevant in this patient's uh, case because it was a highly stable uh, patient uh, and he did not require a cardioversion and we used the algorithm to define him as VTAC and he got started on amiodarone instead of SVT with aberrancy treatment which would be things like 
aflatter medications or PSVT, either DILT or adenosine respectively. So it ends up that um, without going through the whole thing there, simple ways that you can just sort of gestalt, look at an EKG and know that it's VTAC is if in all the precordial leads, all the uh, QRS complexes are either all positive or all negative, okay? That's called concordance. And then, so here, you see that it's all upright here, here, right? This is the QRS, this is the T-wave QRS, upright, 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 but here, it's a negative deflection. So, you can't use concordance, which is this first uh, criteria. The second criteria is that the R to S interval is greater than 100 milliseconds. And it ends up that if you look here, the R wave begins here. This is the T wave, so you think of the S as beginning down here. And it's definitely more than three boxes, more than 120 milliseconds. So just by gestalt, looking at it, you know, if you're really wide in V1, even if there's not uh, concordance, then it's generally going to be VTAC with a high degree of specificity. They use a couple other criteria that gets a little bit wonky, uh, but this sort of gives you a sense of, you know, what we do when we're assessing between uh, SVT with aberrancy versus VTAC, and then sort of the time-honored criteria, which is this Brugada criteria, and it ended up being helpful in terms of characterizing this as a stable VTAC treated with amiodarone and subsequently uh, chemically cardioverted uh, inpatient. If he decompensated at all, we would add a low threshold to shock, but it wasn't necessary in this case. Cool? Yeah. All right. Thank Any you. questions? We'd like to thank our sponsor, Health One Continental Division and Swedish Medical Center for their financial contributions to the EMM. Donations from them and listeners like you make it possible for us to fulfill our mission of producing and spreading free medical education to the masses. If you enjoy our show, please consider making a one-time or reoccurring donation to help cover our operational costs and keep the EMM awesome. Click on the link in our show notes to make a donation. Thank you for listening.